Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. This is where we tell you how to win at Fantasy Moto. That's right, Motocross Dynasty on uh, on Racer X Online, Moto Dynasty. It's a great league. And uh, motocrossfantasy.com, Handicap League. Pick four guys per class and uh, can't pick the same guys two weeks in a row. And, of course, uh, rmfantasysx.com. Great prizes. They're giving away a, a truck and some Cowie 450 and 250Fs. So um, all of these, all these places, whether it be Moto Dynasty, the Rocky Mountain folks, or uh, Motocross Fantasy, they give out terrific prizes. So it's worth it to try to listen to this podcast to try to, um, you know, win some prizes. And uh, with thanks to those guys for uh, for letting us talk about their games. And also NFAB, n-fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts, they've got it. Great sponsor of the sport, the uh, JGR guys of Barsha and Pike and Nicoletti. Of course, they ride NFAB YZ450Fs and um, also to the Ampro uh, off-road Yamaha team. N-Fab.com, you know you got a Jeep, truck, or SUV? Jeeps, uh, b- bumpers, light mounting solutions, uh, lots of things at NFAB. So we thank those guys for being the title on this thing. All right, I'm Steve Mathis, so we're going to try to help you win at Fantasy here. With me on the line is my regular co-host, Fantasy Guru, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Some of those are true. Yep, some of those are. And also on the line with me, he's a big part of this show this year. Uh, he's a brand manager at Pro Taper, and uh, he is a Loretta Lynch champion and former factory mechanic, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? I am also a fantasy Supercross champion, Steve, 2010. Well, I was just going to bring that up. Besides being a part of the show and besides being a factory mechanic and a Loretta Lynch champion, you are an avid fantasy moto player, so that's cool. Um, and we thank you for uh, for coming on, Paul. You'll be in and out with Truman. We'll, we'll rotate you guys. Uh, Dan Truman, of course, has been on for a few weeks. So, um, yeah, thanks, Matt. How's everything going at, at Pro Taper, man? You got the the the, uh, the 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 fusion bar and then the micro handlebar, which we can't really. T- well, I think we dropped the news already, Paul, that because we thought it was going to happen that. KJSC yeah. was going to use micro handlebar, which is awesome for you guys, but it's not quite out yet, but sorry. It, it's not quite out yet, so I, I'm actually, that's one of the press releases I'm writing right now, actually. Okay, so, yeah. Um, that, there is news to come. I don't want to go into it any further, I guess. Yeah. So my press release has some more value, I guess. But, right, sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm big into fantasy supercross, I guess. A lot of frustration comes from it, but I'm into it. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, and we thank ProTaper and you for the support of this show. So check out ProTaper.com and uh, the Fusion Handlebar, like we said, the Twister Throttle Tube, one-third waffle grip. Um, there's foot pegs on there. There's lots, lots of stuff ProTaper has. You guys are blowing up. So thanks, man. Um, Okay, so um, first up, we come up to uh, Phoenix this weekend, Glendale specifically, new place, new stadium, been at Chase Field forever. I guess, JT, first question is, there's no chance it's new dirt, right? It's going to be the same kind no, of Phoenix. They, yeah, they confirmed the same dirt. Okay, so it'll be Phoenix, so it's hard, slippery, pretty good in the morning. But then again, who knows? Start is extremely long. It is. Start is extremely long, extremely. which I think maybe favors some Yamaha dudes. I would tw- agree. I love the I, 22. I would agree. Right? But, um, JT, the thing with the Chase Field is they opened the roof all the time. Track really dried out. Mm-hmm. We kind of saw which guys were good at hard pack. Who knows what they're going to do at Glendale? 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, it's the same dirt, but I, it's not always just hard pack. You know, I think uh, it gets that way <clears throat> due to some some differences. Like just like you're saying, they open the stadium, they open those huge doors on the side. Um, and as everyone knows, on dirt like that, sunlight is its worst enemy. So the first practices are actually pretty decent, and then they don't water it a ton, and then the sun hits it, and, and being in Arizona, you know, it just gets hard very quickly. So I think they'll have a much better chance of keeping moisture in it with, uh, you know, with the, the dome closed. Um, so I, I expect it to be fairly decent traction. You know, maybe not the level of traction as last week, of course, but yeah. I think uh, better than normal from what we've seen in Phoenix. Yeah, no doubt. Um, should be interesting to see anytime you get to go to a new venue. It's kind of cool. Um, I guess news that's coming out today, Baggett's out. Blake Baggett's out for this weekend. James Stewart is going to be out this weekend. So there's a couple. No there, Suzuki truck. No Suzuki truck. The uh, Baggett, so Baggett out. Um, we we James out two more guys into the main event, so we're now we're looking at more like a uh, San Diego uh, style with some privateers getting in. So we'll talk a little bit about that too. Who we think can take that spot? And is Bogle uh, coming back though? Bogle should nah, be back. No? San Diego too. Okay. San Diego too. All right. So, all right. So yeah, no Bogle. Um, which he's uh, you got to figure Tommy Hahn takes that spot though. So I think there's yeah, going to be yeah. not a ton of new guys, but they're no, you know, maybe no. moving around. Yeah, two two guys make it that didn't make it last week. So um, did I miss anything else? I think uh, that's about it for as far as entries into it. To, uh, as far as 450 class goes, I think. Um, yeah, so definitely um, going to be interesting to see who does what. Let's start with. Um, let's just start overall with the winner. Of the race uh, for the, for uh, rmfantasysx.com and Moto Dynasty, which is just how you do it, uh, placing. Never mind any handicaps with motocross fantasy. Paul, we talked about this last week. I'm just going to put Ryan Dungey in my number one spot. I just every yeah. week, right? Yeah, I mean, I, at this point, there's not a lot of evidence for an an educated person to make a guess otherwise. I mean, he's uh, he was my pick to win the race, so I got him correct. But um, he's a uh, I mean, JT has said it said it the best in the past. I think in something I listened to a day or two ago. But um, you can really see how good he is just in his demeanor and his personality at the track. Like he is, he is confident now in himself, much much more so than he's ever been in the past. So um, I mean, that guy is. It's going to take somebody to really step up, get a start, or or do something mm-hmm. aggressive to put a stop to him. And that's what I would do if I was them. It's time to yeah. If they want to if they want to make yeah. this thing a title hunt, they need to do something to stop him quick. I like Roxon for a podium spot, JT. Like in two, two, three, whatever you want to put them. Yeah, I think Roxon's due for a win here. Um, uh, I, dude, you can't I think I'm going to pick him for the what? win this weekend, but I, it's just that time. I don't really have a reason other than you know he's been so close and he's got to win one of these. So <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I, I put him number one uh, rounds two and three. Right. You know I was just like yeah he's going to get it. Roxon's going to win. Going to get a win right away. So. Uh, um, I just go, going off last year too. I didn't think Dungey looked all that great at Phoenix. Uh, you know, he was behind Pike most of the main event, and uh, Tomac and Roxon kind of rode away from those guys. So, mm-hmm. not that that means anything for this year, but you know, if you got to choose him to win one of these things, might as well be you know sooner right. than later. Uh, Paul, we got you know, so we got Dungey one, uh, Roxon two, Chad's in the top five mix. You can put him in there. Jason Anderson, I think, is a top five mix. And Tomac, I would say, even though he was off in um, in um, Oakland, there's your five guys. Yeah, and I, I for some reason, am a little higher on Tomac going into Phoenix. Um, maybe it's just okay. because. Yeah, why is that? 
I mean, I, he won Phoenix last year, obviously, and and anyone knows he's a racer, or they've seen it from these guys in the past. Like, you just have a better. It's like Chad going to San Diego, or you know, it's you have a better feeling going into a stadium that you've had success in, in the past. So I'm gonna weigh, as far as for fantasy purposes, I'll I'll weigh a little bit more on Eli this weekend. From what I've heard from the Cowie camp, like they've really gotten a lot farther with that bike. There's a new bike this year, and they've made some changes. I think Eli's getting a lot more comfortable, so mm-hmm. I think the long start will also help him. I don't think the short start plays into his favor, so I think the long start's going to make Eli a podium guy this weekend. Yeah, him and Anderson are, are stuck right now. Um, Anderson's last uh, four, three weeks after the win, he's been 11th, tw- tw- twice and 12th after the first lap. Tomac's not much better, so... Those guys are just right now. You just they're giving it up off the start, so it's hard to pick them week in and week out when they're doing that. So, Roxon changed uh, some things in his clutch last week and changed an actuating arm, and uh, that seems to help him. So his starts were better in Oakland. So I don't think Roxon's in that spot anymore where he's struggling with starts as much. That, I mean, that stuff makes a difference. We did that when I was at PC. We messed around with that stuff, and it yeah. definitely makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Moose Scan got a podium in. Oakland JT, but I don't feel like I can like we just talked about our five guys. I don't and I, and there's still Sealy. We didn't bring up Sealy. I don't feel like I can put Marvin in there. Great ride by him, of course, but I don't know. I mean, is this something? Do you think could this be something? He looked great. Uh, I'm gonna need to see more though. Uh, I think that kind of track suits him. Super technical and difficult. Uh, high degree of you know. Mm-hmm. Technical, like I said. Uh, so I'm going to wait. I'm going to save judgment because I think Phoenix is dirt is a bit easier. You know, there's not, generally not very many ruts. Uh, and looking at the track map, I think it looks fairly basic, just a lot of rhythm. Uh, and I think it'll be really fast. So I just, I'm not ready to put Marvin as a top five guy. But if he goes out there and does it again, you know, that could, that could really change my mind in a hurry because as we've been talking about all year, we know he's going to keep getting better and better. So was that an abnormal finish for him or is that mm-hmm. where he's ascended to you know i just don't think we have enough information to know quite yet paul are you as excited as i am that you leave the stadium in glendale you yeah see, you see that? that's pretty cool Turn yeah i'm uh, i'm kind of i probably should have went to the race i'm not going this weekend but i honestly one of my reasons for wanting to go was just to see the new stadium and see the track layout going outside it reminds me of the old u.s open of supercross at, at the mgm grand and um yeah I think it's going to be a cool track, and I really agree with what JT, JT said about Marvin. Um, I think the track last week was perfect for Marvin. He's he's the type of guy that I, you couldn't be overly aggressive on that track, I thought, and that's perfect for him. But, again, JT's correct. I don't know that it's going to be the same case at Phoenix with the third there. See, I don't know if I totally agree with that. Like, it, it had good traction. It had ruts. You could be aggressive. No whoops. I'm, but you know? there was a lot of guys jumping through whoops, and Marvin is very good yeah. at that. I don't know. It just wasn't a typical, right. I think – I think Phoenix is going to be far different. I think this is a big race for Tomac as far as, uh, and this is probably not so much fantasy related, referring into just uh, talking about the race itself, but this is a big race for Tomac. He's got to get on the podium here, man. Things are, things are got to be a little bit tense over there. He's not paid to get four, 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 seven or whatever he did, whatever he went. So, um, so, um, folks, there's your top five. We're going to put Dungey first and, and put those other guys in some order. Look at qualifying times, of course. Make your picks as late as possible um, so you can get the most accurate qualifying times and who's feeling it, who's not, if there's an injury or whatever. Always go to the uh, to as late as you can until the night show, which is one hour ahead of the mountain time in Arizona, I think. So um, keep that in mind. The Rocky Mountain, the uh, 
rmfantasysx.com. The wild card is 10th place. That's their wild card. You really want to nail it. It's worth a lot of points. I looked at the schedule here. I looked at the points here. We've had four races. Brayton has got 10th twice. Will Hahn got 10th this past weekend. And Weimer's gotten 10th. I like Weimer or Brayton to be 10th ahead of Will, even though Will had a great time. you got to remember, Will got 10th. And again, fully earned. But in the last lap, Millsaps and Pike went down. So he was 12th. And he ended up getting 10th. So good job by him. But keep that in mind. He was in 12th when that happened. So if we're going to go 10th place. Weimer's good. I like Weimer. It's a nice 10th place, JT. Settles in there. Yeah, it's tough to make a, you know, a case, a better case for Weimer or Brayton or Pike or uh, any of these guys, really. Um, but I do like Weimer. I think uh, he fits in there because if you look at it, I think uh, Brayton and Millsaps both have an edge on him, um, yep. just speed-wise. I, I don't know why. I think that I think it's just from what I've seen, basically. I think they'll be close, but um, if I had to pick those two, I would maybe put them right in front of Weimer. Uh, but I think he is, you know, right with Pike right now, uh, depending on the start. But Pike's been crashing a lot. So uh, I would, you know, if you have to pick on who's more likely, maybe take Weimer. And, then, and I think Jake is uh, definitely ahead of Will Hahn as far as uh, just where I had to have to slot guys in. Mm-hmm. So going off that, I don't I don't hate it. You know, right. it's, uh, I think there's a lot of guys that you could put in there that you could make a case for. But, you know, Weimer yeah. has a, maybe the best one. Yeah, Millsaps is a is a good spot too. If he keeps, I think Millsaps is higher up if he can do twenty, but he's fallen in two out of the four races. So um, yeah, and keep in mind, last year Millsaps had his best race of the year with a fifth at Phoenix. So yeah, not that that means anything. Well, but, you know, I just think with the new data, I know like Paul 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 made a good point with the Tomac feeling well, but I don't know. It's a different stadium, so I feel, I kind of feel like that that stuff doesn't matter. Well, I, or maybe it does. The only reason I bring up Millsaps in that spot is because the Phoenix dirt is almost identical to what he grew up on at MTF or in his and his uh, parent his mom's uh, supercross track. Yeah. So uh, he should ride and feel comfortable on that dirt. What do you think, Paul? What do you like for tenth? Um, I, I I'm gonna go Millsaps. I think for tenth, and mm-hmm. I I think I would have to see the track a little bit and the one small whoop section to to change that. But I think the one small short whoop section. And the longer track puts Millsaps a little further back than what I think he's usually, which is like eight to eight to ten. I I put him as ten. I think Weimer beats him. I think Brayton beats him. Um. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Tenth. I'm going Davy for some reason. I I just think the combination of the dirt, the track, the longer track, the sh- lack of a lot of loops. Mm-hmm. Um. I put Davy tenth. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's tough. To, uh, Rocky Mountain game. It is tough to pick that wildcard spot because there's so many spots, so many things that can happen. Last week, I got 57 points. I correctly got Dungey and Rocks in 1-2, and that's it. And uh, I had Millsaps for 7th. Um, it was Tomac. And I had Anderson for 3rd, got 4th, and I had Reed for 4th, and he got 5th, and I had Seeley for 5th, and he did not. He got 6th. So that's how I did last week. And I'm not doing well in the uh, Racer X podcast group on rmfantasysx.com, but... Uh, Top five, there we go. Top five, and then, of course, the wild card. Uh, RM Fantasy SX is back and better than ever for 2016. Their game's free. It's got over $100,000 worth of prizes, and uh, you get big points for correct predictions, but also get points for each correct top five pick, regardless of order. 2016 Toyota Tacoma, Race Prep Cowie, 450 and 250F, VIP trip to the Monster Cup, and more. 
thousands of dollars of weekly prizes. Uh, it's all you'd expect from a place like Rocky Mountain ATV MC, the premier source for power sports parts, accessories, and gear. So head on over there, rmfantasysx.com, and sign up and join our group if you want. It's not that late. So, um, all right, let's move on to Moto Dynasty. Um, this is on RacerX Online. You pick your top 12. Much much better than picking um, uh, t- t- top 22 like it was last year. I dropped last week. If you talk about last week's scores on Moto Dynasty, I'm now 38th. JT, I think I was 13 back of you, but now uh, you have uh, 1346, and I have 1322, so I'm further back than I was. You must have had a better week than I did last week. Uh, that's an overall JT. You are uh, 14th. I'm yep. 38th. Parabinos, do you play Moto Dynasty or are you out? Um, I started the first round, but um, between work and family and kid and everything else, <laughs> everything else. Moto Dynasty fell to the wayside last yeah, week. Right. So um, I'm more focused on motocross fantasy and Rocky Mountain, so I didn't even put in a team for Moto Dynasty. I, uh, Pulp MX League on Moto Dynasty. I'm 13th. JT, you are 5th. J Ride, 119. 1369. So he's up there, and Joel Bain uh, is second, and RY9 third. So, but Team 66 people is coming. I'm on the move. <laughs> still, still the 66. Ah, uh, yeah, he he he's hold on to that. He that is. Yeah. I feel like we were. Well, I just it's just been my fantasy longer. team for a while. So, uh-huh. uh, but we have All two right. pro. Well, one retired pro and one real pro. Um, first and second. So yeah, Luke Resland, mm-hmm. who is an active racer right now. Uh, yep. is, is second. And Brian Johnson, the old BBMX yep. guy, right, is first? Right. Yeah, yeah Star Racing, uh, Butler Brothers right. MX, a few different teams. So if you go by... Do we um, think, think Renslin's results will dwindle as the East Coast starts up and he has to you know, ride his motorcycle during these times? That's a good question. Let's hope so. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's hope he really focuses on his real job. Um, so last week, Oakland, um, I correctly got the uh, heat race winner, which was Ryan Dungey. And I had uh, um, Dungey right, Roxon right, and that's about it. I I got Bag. I put Baggett for tenth. He let me down a little bit. And Stu, I had for fourth. I really like Stu's practices, Paul, but it was not to be. So um, I think I think I think Stu burned a lot of people though. JT, I, I bet you a lot of people had Stu in top twelve. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Uh, I was not one of those people. Oh, you stayed strong. You you said well, you were going to do it. I think I split him yeah. up. I put him on my motocross fantasy team, mm-hmm. and he burned oh. me there. Yeah. And I didn't put him on my. I just picked. I just basically split it up. I knew right. I was going to, you know, regret it one way or another. Right, but right. at least it split the difference. How'd you do in 450 Moto Odyssey, JT? Um, not too bad. Um, trying to see my total points here. I was off by one with Anderson. I was uh, off by one with Brayton. Off by one with Pike. I had um, I had Dungey exactly right. I had Roxon exactly right. I had Cole Seeley exactly right. Um, the rest, I, I was one off on a bunch. I was yeah. one off on Anderson, one off on Reed. Uh, but overall, I was okay. I got the you know the did, Dungey thing right with the heat race. Did you get any zeros? Did you get? The- and I only got I got one zero with Blake Baggett. Okay, so who got in that you didn't think? Wilbur? Uh, who was in there? Nope, I had Will as twelfth. Oh, nice job. Um, my top. I missed out on uh, Weston. I didn't have Weston in there. I honestly thought he was going to crash. I did. Really? <laughs> the track was really tough, and right. I know he just goes for it. Yep. And he did crash. He did. Yes. Yeah. Last lap, and he would have dropped was, out. He was the last guy not to get lapped. Right. So, yep. yeah, he ended yep. up getting a lap. I was right and still wrong, which is just awesome. 
<laughs> exactly right. Um, <laughs> so we gave the top. We gave the top five. Uh, we all think Dungey's number one, and, well, except for me, JT. You're gonna put Rocks in one, but um, after that, though, I kind of like like what I like is, is the guys I picked uh, for Oakland minus uh, Stu and Baggett. I think all those all the guys I got them right in in top twelve order. And we talked about Weimer being around the ten spot. I think Sealy's in that next spot. Uh, we gave you the top five. Sealy's a six guy, but he could be much higher, of course. I think Marvin is now a seven guy. That's who I didn't pick. I did not have Marvin in my top twelve, so that's awesome. Good job, Mathis, because he he's a top twelve guy, um, no matter what. Yeah, I had him in eighth, and yeah. he got third, so I wasn't right. much uh, You know, half the time I'm doing this, I'm dropping it really quickly. You know, trying to figure it out really quickly before I leave down. So, um, well, Marvin was on the board quite a bit. Yeah, in practice, which he hasn't ever been. So yeah. I just moved him up a bit. I didn't see a third place coming, so don't let me, you know, trick you yeah, with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, just if you've watched Marvin race a lot, that's his type of track where you really have to pick your line. Um, it starts to get beat down. He, he rides well in that situation. He's not a, you know, if the track's perfect and everyone's just scrubbing and going nuts. He's that's not his style. So I just thought he would do fairly decent. Yeah. So, so, um, and a heat race win. Take a look at the after after the uh, practice qualifying people and um, pick a uh, pick a heat race winner. You can look at the the heat race order. Um, Dungey again. I like him for heat race wins. It's ten ten extra points. If they got a main event whole shot score. And Paul, would you be confident in going with Reed? How cool? I no no. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, for the sake of that game, I think it's just the odds aren't enough in your favor to risk. I mean, if you don't, if you weren't penalized for getting it wrong by all means, but you are. So I just think it's dumb to play that part. Even I think you just lose more traction than you, you know, out of it. I'm also, I rarely go with, um, uh, fastest qualifier. I mean, I have not this year. I've not done. I've gone with web. I've not done either one. I've done web a couple times. Hasn't, hasn't always worked out. I don't think I've ever touched the 450 guys. I'm just, just 450. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. The 450, I haven't done the pole position or the main event whole shot. Yeah, either one all yeah. year. Yeah, I know. Me too. So, um, it's tough. There's just, I mean, it's there's it's too much parity. Yeah, why would you not take the field? You know, it's just yeah. too easy to stay neutral and take the field. Is there um, is there a guy that can get into the top 12 that maybe hasn't been so far this year? Like, can Filthy hold it together? To get a, tw- a, tw- a twelve to 10, ten to twelve place? No, not right now. No, not right now. Not with the way the field is. Uh, I like. He doesn't have the pace. Yeah. What's that? Porcel's best finish been so far? Porcel's best finish on the year has been, I, I think, a twelve. Let me look. I got it open here. Okay. Uh, Porcel's best saying? finish has been a twelve. Yeah, ninth. He got twelfth in Anaheim too. I so am what? completely off that bandwagon. I'm. <laughs> he has to show me. I'll take the loss if he podiums or. Gets a top ten, you know. If there was a track he thought he was going to do well at, it would have been something like last week, right? Correct, I agree. Yeah, and, it, and he just wasn't any even close, you know. Yeah, yeah he's just um, he's obviously we all know he has a speed, but he's just not mm-hmm. doesn't risk enough in the beginning of the race to put himself in a position for a good finish. Like if the race was forty laps long, his his technique could work, but it's not. It's only twenty. <laughs> uh, Pike has been eight the last two races. Like we said, he crashed out. Last week, and uh, so he ended up getting 11th. But he's been eighth the last couple of races. 
So just two keep weeks that in, in a row on the last lap. Yeah, keep that in mind, people. So if you're going for an eight to tenth place guy, maybe put Pike in there because he's been there. He would have went eight eight. Right, and he's gone and, twelve eleven. Right, and people maybe or just fourteen eleven. Yeah, maybe people see those and they're just like ah whatever. But no, he's been eighth. So um, something to keep in mind. Well, um, I, all right. I think Alessi can get into the top twelve. Yeah, I don't he was know. thirteen last week. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yep, I think he's one out. So I don't know. He, he needs the right track. I think a track like Phoenix, where the whoops are going to be, I, I think the whoops are going to be really easy. I agree. Um, yeah. I think and a long you know, start. Right, he gets a good start. He he puts in a few good laps and and you know gets a gap, kind of like what he did in the heat race this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, he could do it. Vince Freeze could do it. I think. I I was higher on Freeze's chances uh, before the season. I thought he would be able to beat Mike pretty good and be in the mix. But he hasn't been as good as I thought he would be. But yeah, he could be a thirteenth. I think. Um, yeah, Mike Alessi could be a thirteenth. I or twelfth, I should say. I, I think Phil can. I know you guys don't, but I just I haven't seen anything from him to tell me that he could. I just haven't seen anything. But okay, starts though this weekend with the long start on, on the JGR. He just, hey, he's not riding well enough. Right. You know, I, yeah. that's all I'm seeing. Right. You know, I. It's not that I don't like Phil or anything. I just he hasn't shown me where he could be. When I, you know, I'm looking at the top twelve right. of my picks and the race finish, and I don't think he can get in there. You know, I just don't see who he's going to beat. Yeah, I think it could be right. Um, all right, Supercross 250, Moto Dynasty. Let's go with that. Last week I had a Webb winning, as did everybody else, I'm sure, or at least had him in the top 12, and uh, so I got no points on that. Alex Martin had a great practice session, so I put him in, for, in there for fifth, and we'll get to Motocross Fantasy because he burnt me, and he burnt you, JT. But he did. He, but um, we'll get me to that. Me too. Yeah, and Paul, and Paul Parabinos too. And looking at this, I um, Webb I missed out on, Alex Martin I missed out on, and uh, um, Chris Aldridge, I thought he could hold it together and get me an 11th, but he could not. So I did not have Cole Thompson, and I didn't have Dylan Epstein, and I don't think I had Kyle Cunningham. So, oh, Michael Lieb, too. I didn't have Michael Lieb in there. So not a good not a good day for me in 250s, but we saw what happened. It was a, it was a mechanical with Webb. No reason not to put him, Paul, number one this week again right um yeah i mean i i agree with that like i mean cooper is obviously riding great he's extremely confident in himself and uh yeah i mean why wouldn't he win the race so i he's gonna be so angry too like that's what i love <laughs> yeah, about him is he, he is he's gonna be so pissed that happened last week that he might try to win by I shouldn't say he's going to try to win, but he he might he could win by twenty seconds this weekend because he's going to be so angry. Yeah, could be um, could, could get it could get could get ugly for everybody else. Um, so uh, look, Colt Nichols killed it. He, he rode great, got second, but Craig crashed, Osborne crashed, Webb broke his bike. I still think JT. Or I'll go Paul. Paul, I still think it. You can put Webb, Savachi, Osborne, and Craig as your top four. Webb number one, and those other three guys anywhere you want. And I would still slot Colt Nichols into that five spot after that, right? I mean, great job on the second, yeah. but I feel like those other guys are above him. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree, and and Colt Nichols rode so good, and 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 I think the confidence is 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 king basically, and and I think because of Colt Nichols' finish and because of Savachi's finish, I think they're going to ride 
better in Phoenix than they've ridden all year, and they already mm-hmm. rode pretty damn good so right. far this year. So I think those good finishes are going to get give them a bit more of a boost. Where you know, you know, we've I've worked on teams before where we're doing so much of the motorcycle and so much of the motorcycle, but if you somehow you can have things go your way and your guy wins and little things like that, you can you can do worse on the bike during the week, but confidence will trump anything that you do to the motorcycle. It's not NASCAR yeah. racing. It's yeah. like it's about the rider. Well, we so. could get into it right now with JT for about an hour and a half because he's he's more on the bike side of things than, <laughs> than you or I, Paul. But uh, that's for another podcast for another day. Um, you know who I keep underestimating? I do it every week. You think I would figure it out? We're four weeks Kyle in. Peters. Yes, yes, Jay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why do I? Why do I not keep underestimating this guy? I don't know. He wasn't on my team either, so. Okay, so you're in the same I'm boat. I'm not getting all high and mighty on you. I just, <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Dude, he's good. He's good. Absolutely, and he's been good with not. terrible. Usually, usually he gets starts and he's good, but I haven't seen him get starts and he's still good. Yeah. And his practice times are not good. That's what's throwing me off. He's He just, I, I watch him and I'm like, eh, I just can't do it. And then every and that, week. That I think is something that is one of the, coolest and toughest part about parts about fantasy is you have to decipher the guys that are <laughs> the guys that are great at practice and the guys that when the gate drops they're going to yeah. go the pace no matter what nicoletti goes the pace in the race and he's awful in practice porcel yes, yeah. is great in practice but can't seem to get it figured out in the race yep and i think peters is one of those guys that just doesn't qualify well but when the gate drops he finds the pace and he goes the speed yeah it's uh it's one, you're exactly right yeah if you watch phil in practice and then look at his times you 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 throw up well, I guess you might throw up if you watch him in the race, too. But, but you know, he, he does get it done. Yes, he does. He gets a start, and he goes, oh, well, I guess i got to jump that quad now or whatever, you know? Exactly. Um, Dakotas has had a couple of bad weeks. Um, arm pump, Paul, do you know what's going on with Jimmy D? Because I kind of – I have not heard yeah. that. Um, the only thing I can tell you is he uses a different grip than everybody else on the team. <laughs> oh, a different pro taper grip. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I, I haven't heard that, though. Is Alex Martin better? Is he fixed? What What's wrong with him? Does he need to go back to Rock River? <laughs> I think so. I think Nichols, they might make a trade. They might swap. Nichols goes I, to I, star. I, and <laughs> this is, I, I'm kind of mad at Alex Martin, but it, it's only because I think so highly of him, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he should be doing so much better, but I am mad at him. Well, he was well, really mad because he cost me so many right. points last week. But dude, like his finishes are awful. And I saw that guy in the off season at milestone. I was like, Oh, this he's, he's going to win. Like he looked amazing. And I don't get where it's at on Saturday. Well, you weren't in Oakland, Paul, but JT, uh, he was good all day fast on the board, clicking off laps. Oh, easy podium. I mean, he was easily on the podium Saturday night and he just tosses it, you know? So is he fixed? Uh, forget about his is, bonus. Forget yeah. about any of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm worried about fantasy points here. <laughs> yes, that's what we're talking about. And he cost us so much. I was yeah. I we, about threw my beer when I saw that. We really need Truman to go tell him that someone's looking at him for a ride. We really need that from Dan. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's actually though. You you make a great point because it's actually the first round where he's ridden well. That's you what know, I mean. It's not one of those things where like, hey, you need what are you doing? You need to switch teams again or something. He rode well all day and night. It just you just can't crash. You can't you know slap so, yourself off the ground. If he's fixed, why, why, if he's why cl- did he not finish? He crashed after Tell the finish. He, he crashed cl- really hard. Cl- clipped a tough block. I, I, and I saw it on TV. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think that's you can't finish after that crash. Am I crazy? He or? said as soon as he landed, he threw up everywhere. So. He threw up when he landed. He wasn't the only one. I was throwing <laughs> up everywhere too. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um. So. If he's if he gets if he's in the on the board JT top five or six guy, 
are we going to slot him back in and just say, hey, Oakland, he's fixed, quote unquote, and Oakland oh, was bad? For, for Moto Dynasty purposes? Yes. yes absolutely. Yes. He'll be on yep. my team again. Okay. I All was right. going to say, I can't pick him in Motocross Fantasy, so he's dead to me as far as Phoenix is concerned. <laughs> uh, heat race winner. Um, I went with, uh, with um, Webb, and I got it, but it wasn't easy. It's risky. Dan ten, Dan picks them all, and Dan is also doing shitty in Moto Dynasty. So <laughs> I think it's risky with Webb because it starts. It is hard. No, it's yeah. really hit and miss. I like I like uh, I like Craig for um, uh, heat race wins. I picked yeah. Webb and won again, but it's yeah. I'm, I'm nervous every time. Uh, Paul, if if um, Aldridge and Oldenburg are coming into a corner together, who comes out? Um, the flag. The flag. <laughs> well, ne- yeah, neither the flag. Neither. I would lean more towards Oldenburg. They are because, frustrating. They are frustrating. Yeah, I. I mean, like again, I last year I think Aldridge was on my fantasy team two or three different times, and I swore to myself, well, he'll never go back on it. Right. And it is. It is very, very risky to pick Chris Aldridge. There was a guy who I play with. I'm close friends with. He picked him at San Diego, and I was like, oh, great, you're going with Aldridge. Okay, cool. And I was like, I'll make up some points on you. And he held it together, and he got the guy points, and I was, I've was i been cursing him ever since. Because I know as soon as I pick him, he's going to carwheel or do something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I noticed about Cole Thompson? You guys probably don't notice this, but I follow him, obviously, being Canadian. When Cole... Fox? Yeah, he wears Fox. When, mm-hmm. when, uh, when, when Cole, like, has expectations slash pressure, he... He's terrible. Not that good. When he, yep. when you sort of forget about the kid, he'll come up and, and ride well. And I'm interested to see this weekend. He got a 10th. That's a good result. I'm interested to see if he can back that up this weekend or if he just kind of goes back to being a little bit of like, oh, I should get 10th. Oh, God, I should get 10th. And then he just ends up cartwheeling. You think it's because Donk is screaming at him? I can't talk badly about Donk because he's going to get really upset at me some more. No, so, it's just a question. I know. Okay. Um, what about Lieb? Seventh in Oakland. Is he slotted in a top 12 spot? Should you put him in a top 12 spot? I think so. Because I, I have, so. I, agree. I literally have 10 guys that I'm stamping in a top, like for 10 spots. You know what I mean? Um, but I have two spots open. So Epstein who is, and Lieb. Who is your top 10 stamped? Stamp. Oh, never, I know who it is. Never mind. My, my top 10 stamp is uh, uh, Cunningham, Peters, Oldenburg, Nichols, Jordan Smith, Jimmy D, Alex, Craig, Christian, uh, Craig, Joey Savacci, Osborne, and Webb. That's 10 spots uh, that I would put in there, in some, of course, in, in their respective order that I will put in there. And I'm looking for two more guys. And I went with Aldridge last weekend. <sighs> and... um. You know, I kind of like Hayden Melross. I think he's been riding better than his For results. Top ten? No, top twelve. No, oh, I, I, I have I ten. I have I ten don't. stamped, and then I'm looking for that eleventh and twelfth spot. Has he gotten twelfth all year yet? No, I don't think he has. No, but he's had some good rides. You know, but I do he hasn't like gotten top twelve yet. I do pay attention to him. Or top twelve? What's that? I know you I love Red Dog I like and all, all that. All but... top twelve in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Who will be? Why. Sorry, I missed that. It, he's not from there, but didn't he live? Live near there or something for a while. What are we talking about? Aldridge. Uh, he's from Oregon, I think. Oregon. Cole, Martin- Cole Martinez is from there, though. There you go. That guy. Put him in there. Yeah, he didn't make the main. Well, he'll make it. He, this he's weekend. from Phoenix, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he he he's a main event guy. He's done yeah. well. Um, yeah. 
if you pick Aldridge, you are you're really asking for it. And and I did. I, I'm speaking to myself. It's <laughs> what do you think? Hey, Perbinos, you worked for Mitch Payton for a long time. Yeah. What do you think's going through his head? Uh, I know it's going through his head. I've talked to him about it before. And does he I help him or no? Does I he... think he's tried everything that he's ever tried on any of the writers he's had on that team since 1991. I think he's tried, and he can't. Did he mail out him? What, what did he mail him running shoes like Nick Way? I think he's done that. I think he's yelled at him. I think he's been nice to him. I think he's praised him. I think he's grounded him. I think he's done everything he could think of, and he can't figure out how to get the most out of him. I think it frustrates Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) Unless Aldridge comes out and wins a national and gets top five in the points, he should be scouring the pits right now and talking for somebody for next year. Unfortunately, that is probably a reality. Yep, absolutely. Uh, hey, Paul, so ProTaber.com, uh, again, we thank you for support on the NFAB Racer X podcast. What's, what's been killing it for you, sales-wise? What's, what's, what's something that people, uh, when you go to these dealers and you go to these shows, what do people talk to you about um, as, far, as far as what they love about ProTaper product? Um, Obviously, we talked about the micro bar, and uh, yeah, that's doing. Honestly, to say something different that probably people wouldn't realize, our number one selling part number isn't a handlebar, isn't a grip, isn't a sprocket. It's our tie downs. Wow, wow! And the reason for that is we have a patent on a on a swivel carabiner design, and that is our number one selling part number. And we sell so many tie downs, and I get it because I have them now, and I never had them before. And it's literally, I'm not doing it just because it's you know, pro taper, but it's the best tie down I think you can get. So. I know what you're talking about. I've seen them, but I don't understand. They just Maybe I'll send you a pair. Do you have a motorcycle? <laughs> yes, Project 88. Okay, you load it up in your in your ridgeline every once in a while. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'll send you a pair of tie downs and you could be the judge of it. Are these, are, these gonna, are these like Stan Stocks where they're going to change my life? No, 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 no nothing <laughs> like that. Because I don't really, I don't believe in Stan Stocks that much. So I will say they're pretty good socks, though. I got a pair. I have a pair as well, but right. um, I don't believe in people saying that it's, uh, I don't know what they do. But JT, what you should do for your guys, with your fly guys, is uh, just make it mandatory. Write something up about life-altering, you know, you could change everything about if you put this gear on and have all your guys, re- you know, social media put it out there. <laughs> just, you know, just uh, be like, yeah. So brutal with that. Hey, Weston, can you please, <laughs> hey, Weston, you need to tell everybody that, you know, this, uh, this fly gear will change your life. So, all right, ProTaper.com. Paul Perbino is Loretta Lynn's champion. He uses ProTaper, I would hope. Um, the yeah. N- the yeah. NFAB Racer X uh, podcast, N-Fab.com, probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. Uh, Thomas and the guys at NFAB, big part of the sport, whether it's JGR team or the M-Pro Yamaha off-road team. These guys are great. And Jeep, truck, or SUV parts, they've got it. So go on N-Fab.com and check it out. So, all right, Paul Perbino and Jason Thomas with me. Let's move on to... Motocross Fantasy. So we've um, talked. Not, I'm not getting the hang of this game. It's getting worse. Um, <laughs> JT JT is a big, big uh, proponent of hey, never pick the safe dudes. Like you're just not going to win. Don't pick Dungey and Webb. I never do. I'm always looking for privateers. Last week, uh, Parabinos, I went with Alex Ray and Enten Nap for Anaheim. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they had they had good practice. Terrible. I'm like. I'm like terrible, I am gonna. Terrible. I am. I think I'm just more of a boomer bust in this motocross fantasy. It's, that, I mean, it's one thing to swing for the fences, but you're swinging for the stadium in the other city. Right. <laughs> I just thought it was good, but okay. So, anyways, I'm, I'm, last week, let's go over our scar scores. Last week, 
Oakland. I got 81 in 450s and then 95 in uh, in 250s. Not That's a not good that week. Bad. No? No. I, actually, yeah. lots of people had really bad weeks because of the Martin deal, Stewart Stu? deal. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of rough scores last weekend. Oh, okay. All, All right. right. Yeah. I was kind of put as a hundred as a baseline, isn't it? I mean, isn't it kind of like uh, yeah. If you can get if you can get over two hundred a weekend, you're going to win. Yeah, uh, but that's I not really that. realistic. Yeah. You're going to have a yeah. lot of weekends where you're one sixty, one seventy, one eighty. Okay, so what'd you but, score, uh, Paul? I didn't have a good weekend at all. Um, let me see here. I I did one hundred one in four fifties and sixty seven in two fifties. Thanks to Jeremy Martin. Or, I'm sorry, Alex Martin. Well, well, you know I, what, I, I, Jeremy Martin, Jer- champion, and Kyle Cunningham, uh, champion, got thirty-six points. Cunningham got thirty points. I went Alex Martin. He got me one, and I went Chris Howell, who did not make the main event. Oh yeah, Chris Howell, first one he missed all year. Same with Martinez. Um, yeah, yeah. I was stoked. When you say Jeremy Martin, don't worry, he's going to hurt you on the East Coast. So you're just getting ready for that. <laughs> Yes, there, be a time. I understand. He right. likes to miss main events. Right. Uh, JT, what did you score in Motocross Fantasy? I had 169, uh, and I had the same problems. You know, uh, oh, I did good then compared to you. I did the same as no, you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, uh, you're going to have weekends like that, and uh, you didn't have a terrible one. Um, you know, Stu, DNF for me, Alex Martin, DNF for me. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great weekend by any means, but at the same time, when you compare it to the scores out there, it wasn't that bad. So uh-huh. uh, you just have to kind of – you can't always go off just your score. You have to compare it to what other people did too because yeah. a lot of times they pick the same guys you did. You know, well, like the Alex, Martin, the Alex Martin pick was such an easy pick that everyone wanted to shoot themselves You know, when he crashed out, but there were so many people that had the same pick that it really wasn't that bad. Well, I had, uh, I'm 442nd in the series. I'm 59th in division of Pulp MX. I have 775 points. So. Did you, uh, Steve, did you say you picked Alex Martin? Yes, yes. I did. Okay, because yes. I was going to say, the guy or the players, whoever they may be, that didn't pick him at Oakland are should be salivating because his projection, I, I, I think his handicap went up. And, I mean, uh, he'd be on my team no matter what happened next week. But he's I unfortunately can't pick him, so I'm getting burned t- two weeks in a row, essentially. Yeah, he's a double points three this weekend. That's unbelievable. Yeah, um, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's um, let's go into the, who you would pick for this. Uh, before we do that, let's do a, a quick read for Scott Sports. Established in 1958, global leader in manufacturing and developing products. Scott-Sports.com. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Scott Motorsports. And of course, uh, they got the Auto Trader JG, Toyota JGR Yamaha team this year. They're not killing it. John Knowles is, I think, on suicide watch. But it's been a great program for them as far as the bicycles out front. So, uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki wears Scott goggles. The BTO Sports KTM guys wear Scott. Canard wears Scott. Purcell wears Scott. Caleb Russell, Chad Weenan, and uh, Clement DeSalle all wear Scott goggles. So, um, yeah, check them out, please. And uh, we thank the guys at Scott for uh, for coming on board. All right, so Motocross Fantasy, Glendale this weekend. Let's go, let's go 450s first. I have not looked at the handicaps until right now. So, last week, actually, I can see who I had last week. I had Nicoletti. Alessi, uh, James Stewart, and Pike. Those are my guys. So uh, that was what I had last week. Can't pick them again this week, of course. Right off the top, JT, who do you like? 450s in Glendale. What what handicaps do you like? Look at that Entenap. He's well, actually, you know what? Wait, before you get there, before you get there, 
Justin emailed me. Um, he's the owner of Motocross Fantasy, mm-hmm. JT? Yes, he is. Yep. All right. He, he, Dan Truman, Parabinos, you don't know, but we've been bagging on Justin and his, and his handicaps a time or two on the show, and he's a listener, and we appreciate Motocross Fantasy, and we appreciate him taking the time to write this in. So he said, hey, everybody, I want to give a quick explanation on some of my handicap process. As soon as I read that, JT, I'm like, well, thank you, but it's not going to stop me from bitching about it. But anyways. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Justin, uh, here it is. I actually take the last three race average to decide the rider handicap, not just the last race. I also try to use a little common sense if a handicap looks way out of whack. My main goal is to not have any rider have more than 25% on the team pick percentage on the top picks page. This last week, I was off on a few like Moose Canna Stewart, but that happens. Just my two cents. Love the show. Keep it up. I'm trying to mix it up a little. Gave out some 14s this week. So he's listening, and that's what? cool. Holy shit, there are 14s. I just looked. <laughs> Parapinos is mind blown. Um, there is 14s. Oh, my God. But, dude, I don't like any of those 14s that I see. Yeah, I'm looking right now. It's basically someone who's never come close to a main event. Yeah. Well, one of my uh, coworkers that works full-time here is a 14 on this list. So. <laughs> and, uh, oh, uh, and can you go over to his name? cubicle right now and see how he's doing? <laughs> <laughs> Gil, he looks racing. Uh, he will not be racing this weekend, but he looks strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he rode. He actually rode uh, the 450 class on a 250 last weekend. So okay. Well, still. Anyway, so that, thanks, Justin, for that. Appreciate it. It's a three race ra- average. So that's uh, more what he bases it on. Um, and the big question I have is: Can Cade Clayson do it again? He was good in that semi. I don't know how much they showed on TV, Parabinos, but JT, he was good in that semi. But why would you pick him? Like, I don't know that you understand fully how this game works. No, yeah, I know. Like, because, no, because he, he, it's, he's going to get 19th or 20th. So, same, that's, right. that's what I was saying about Enoch Knapp and Alex Ray and your picks. They, they make no sense. You need, yeah, you need a guy that's yeah. not going to. A lot of those guys, they make the main event and they're like, oh, sweet, my night's done. I made the main event. Yeah, I got no, what I want. Like Dungey in that spot. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're all right. I just get caught up in the hype and, i guess and i think well what you what you said jt said about always picking four double points guys i i mean i think it's it's tough like for instance the year i won i had a really good anaheim one so it was easy but i know that there was probably 50 percent of the rounds i went four double points guys and four gray guys just to essentially make sure I'm getting points and having eight guys in the main event every weekend. I right. think eight guys in the main event every weekend well, is, is... Truman and... But you, Truman everyone and, has their own strategy. Yeah, Truman and JT yell at me. You can't play it safe. No, I don't think you... you my, to be technical, I didn't say you never pick those guys. I just said you can't pick those guys all the time and win. You need, you need weekends where you get more, you know, like 120 points in each class to win the series, and you can't do that picking all gray guys. So... That was my point, is that, it, yes, of course, these guys, yeah, I'll just pick Dungey and Roxon and Tomac and Reed. There's my team. You know, but you can't win doing that. that that's my point. Yeah. You would have missed out on Marvin last week who got 50. Right. Okay, well, I, I'm blaming Justin for it. So <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, so who do you we really have to take advantage of the handicaps when, they, when he has no three-race average to go on. So Anaheim 1 and Atlanta is when you need to be four, uh, eight. Eight double points, guys. But yeah, everything very true. there is really judgment call. Yeah, that's that's very true. In the outdoor series last year, I absolutely killed it at Glen Helen the first round, and uh, or sorry, two years ago at Glen Helen 
uh, the first round, and it propelled me through the whole season because I had such a huge lead. But you know, Justin didn't have any info to go off of, so guys like Sean Collier and all these guys that did well had huge handicaps. So it's mm-hmm. kind of the same the same basic right. theory that Paul's saying. Okay, so who do you like, JT? Never mind who you picked last week. Uh, who do you like, uh, Glendale for these? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if I had to pick, just based off what I have to go off um, mm-hmm. with everyone available. Uh, I like Tommy Hahn, but he's a uh, he's a nine. He's a nine. Yep. Yeah. Double points nine. Um, I just think he's more. He's like a sixteen place guy. Fifteen, sixteen. You know, he didn't make the main last week, so that kind of helps because now he's a nine. Um, I could see picking Phil, which I did last week. He was a ten. This week he's an eleven. Mm-hmm. But man, he he just cannot stay off the ground right now. So proceed with caution with Nicoletti. Uh, but obviously, I picked him last week, so that kind of shows you where I'm at. Um, you know, Stu is on there. We know he's out. Um, Baggett's out, as in case you missed the beginning. Yeah, Baggett's going to be out. Man, I, I, you know, you start to look at the things that Paul's talking about. I, I don't think there's a ton of guys that are easy picks. Uh, Weston Pike is, you know, we've talked about he's been in eighth place both weeks, but he, he's not 100% as of today, so... Um, we'll see how he feels on the weekend because he, he had a big crash the last lap. Uh, but I, I don't hate a couple of guys uh, like Ken Roxon at a two. Um, you know, I, I don't think that's too terrible. Uh, Eli Tomac at a three. Those guys are starting to become more and more valuable as the picks get tougher and tougher to, to decipher. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't like a lot of these. Like Porcel's a four. I don't know. Uh, you don't like that. Not, There's yeah. not a, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dakota Tedder, again. I think right. we talked about there's going to be a couple guys in the main now. Um, we're losing a couple guys, so there'll be a couple. But they're going to get. They're yes, going to get. Yes, like, they're going to get nineteenth, eighteenth, right, whatever. Right. Yes, yes. Um, well, what about you, Paul? What, what do you like in motocross fantasy in four fifty um, class? I think just because you you don't have a Suzuki truck coming to Phoenix, so there's two extra spots theoretically on the gate. I think maybe this is a weekend where you can get away with. All of all of your guys being double points, but again, it's tough. There isn't, like JT said, there is not a lot of guys with a lot of upside. And 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 again, that's what that's what I look for is upside. Because if they're just going to barely get into the main event and then quit, you're better off going with Dungey or somebody who can get 25 um, for sure. Jeff Alessi is not a like, strong pick at a 12. Then I like I like I like Tommy Hahn at a nine. I yep. like Nicoletti at an 11. Um, I I like Pike at a three. I think he's inside the top 10. Um, and I think I like Dakota Tedder at 12. I don't. I, I can see him getting like a 17th. Yeah. Okay. Um, see, I can't go with a guy like Tedder because there's too much risk of not making the main event. There is. There yeah, absolutely I mean, is. And that's yeah, one. He, and the tough part about the 450 class is you don't know what his semi is going to look like before you have to make your picks. That's the great right. part about the 250 classes. You can look at the heat lineups and you can see see like hey i know i know they're supposed to be fair obviously based on practice times but you can look at it and say hey this guy's not a good starter he's not a good racer i think this guy has a better chance of getting in in this heat race compared to the other heat race and that can mm-hmm. sometimes sway your choice but two fifties are tough four fifties are tough because you can't so again i think priority over every anything that you could do is making sure that you have four guys in the main event if you had to do bopping at a nine or tommy hahn at a nine jt you're going tommy hahn every time I have to, yeah. Yep. I just think I think Tommy's got more experience. I mean, the guy's won 250 Supercross races, you know. I, yep. I just have to pick him over a guy like Bopping. Um, Brayton's a double point. He's won a 250 Supercross? 
Yeah, he won Houston 2006. Did he win Seattle? No. I thought, uh, I thought he won a Canadian race at Sipes. No, he won, he won Houston. Uh, yeah, Sipes. So, at this. Hmm. It counts. Um, all right. That counts. It counts. Um, the, night, uh, <laughs> the night Millsaps won his title, uh, Han won the main event. Really? Schmidt at a nine. You still like Tommy Hahn? Yes, absolutely. I would take uh, that yeah. over both. I mean, you're looking at the caliber Schmidt, rider. Yeah. You know, you just have to. Schmidt is getting a little bit into the Jeff Alessi territory. Not as bad. Not nearly as bad. But he doesn't have good main event results. Like yeah, he, I think those guys put so much emphasis on sprinting. Yeah. In those qualifiers that their 20-lap, you know, uh, form isn't really there. Yeah, I think I kind of agree. Uh, all right, that's Motocross Fantasy. Again, four guys, Handicap League. So let's go into uh, 250s for Glendale, Motocross Fantasy here on the NFAB Racer X podcast show presented by RM, uh, Rocky Mountain ATV, M- MC ATV, and uh, Scott Motorsports and Pro Taper also. So 250 class riders. Oh, Aldridge is a four. Looking good. <laughs> I'm kidding. The, tr- the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, oh, by the way, congratulations <laughs> to Kyle Cunningham, who is finally no longer double points. Cunningham has reached a level in his life. He is, he has been double points I think every week, and uh, he is now single points. So congratulations, Kyle Cunningham, former, former rider of Paul Parabinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked for Kyle. Yeah, ex-brand rider as well. Yep. Okay. Um, by the way, Kyle Cunningham um, passed Martin Davalos in career 250 SX starts for active riders. Which which Davos if he stays healthy will, yeah, will Davos will him. now repass him on the East Coast. But right. anyways, so I didn't. Who has more finished laps between the two? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's the one we need to get. Uh, Aaron Hansel. On who, that. who has more? Who has more broken bones, plates, screws? Anything who like has that? more? Who has more completed laps in a main event between those two? Once they yeah. when they hit the well, same number, you know, a, a few races into the East Coast. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I wrote about it this week in my column. I said Cunningham's getting up there, but still didn't think he was near Marty because he he started a year after Marty. Now Marty, you know, Kyle's had injuries just like Marty has, but yeah, he's right there. They're neck and neck, folks. Okay, two fifty class Glendale. Uh, Paul, what do you like? What stands out for you? Um, Alex Martin at a three. I, I, <laughs> I can't. He, I got a big. A big strike through on his name on my screen, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I do too. Uh, I, I think this, if you really want to swing, I think this is a, a weekend where you can take advantage of these one of these 14s and maybe do somebody like, may, I mean, maybe. This is risking it, but it depends how crazy you want to get. Maybe this Austin Politelli or Noah McConaughey at 14. I think um, if, I'm going, if I'm going 14, I might go Magis or Magis. And, um, and I, this would take more research to see how close these kids have mm-hmm, gotten to yep. making main events, and I don't know off the top of my head. So, I don't know. Just looking at the picks, um, Bell's out. He's not racing, so that's kind of a – I shouldn't say another spot in the main event because he hasn't made it in a bit. But You know, that's what I was going to say, is, actually. Is Mitchell Harrison racing? Uh, we, should call Dan, protocol. we should call Dan Truman because this is a very, very big subject for Dan. He's still on the uh, he's still on the case. He's still <laughs> <laughs> Detective Truman is still on the case. Um, I would I would think he's racing, and I would probably put him on my team. I would think um, he will have to pass protocol again this week. He failed to do that the last uh, on Saturday and this week. What this past like week? Concussion protocol? Yes. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> no army protocol. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I thought it was just some some fancy word we were using. 
Mm-hmm. No, he crashed at, in practice at A2 and failed the concussion test after the crash, and then he failed it again before Oakland, and they would win him race again. So. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, there's a number of picks that people could probably uh, make a case for. Um, Freddie Norn, I guess you could make a case for. Trevor oh, Reese at an Freddie, 8, maybe. Freddie Norn, what is he? 11? Um, yeah, he's an 11. I like, Cole, I like Cole Martinez at a 6. I think he's easily in the top 12. Actually, my joke earlier, it didn't really work, but... Paul, if Zach Bell, Aldridge, and um, Oldenburg came in the first turn together, what comes out? Still a flag. So the uh, asterisk medic mule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie Casillas in his clear glasses comes out. That's what happens. Um, Liebs a one. Can he back up that seventh? If he did, if he does, that's a really good pick. I'm not confident I, that he can back I that. I disagree. Seven. It's a really good pick. Like that's just shows I mean, that's you not a lot of upside. Well, it's five spots above his uh, six spots above his. No, it's five spots above his uh, projected thing. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't love it at a one. I guess. I mean, what are your thoughts, JT? On uh, leap? Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't think. He, yeah, I don't. I, I don't pick him at a one. I don't think he can back that up. I, no, I I've been watching him all year because I, I picked thinking. him on and off, and he's been right around 13. That's kind of where he fits in. Yeah. So I think seven was an aberration. Yeah. Good job on it, but yeah, aberration. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, great ride, yeah. but I just don't think that's his week in, um, week out finish. JT, how many times has Polatelli burnt you? Um, I was, you know what? I watched practice last week, and he looked terrible. Seriously, he did. And I, I like Austin. I've you know, known yeah. him a long time. But he did not look anything like himself. And he was on my team 100% going into the weekend. And I watched him. His times weren't good. He did not look good at all. And I pulled him off my team, and we saw how it went. But it was just one of those things where even if somebody watched the times from home, they would have seen what I saw. You know, basically this yeah. came to the same conclusion, and you would have pulled him off your team. But I, I know a lot of people still got burned because of his name, but he was not riding yeah. like he's, himself out there. He's struggling. He's struggling. So, yeah. what do you like, JT? Who do you like, 250 class? I think I'm going to pick Aldridge. I know that oh, just sounds terrible. I, I know. I just can't. He's like Good a forbidden fruit. Um, I probably will hate myself. Maybe I'll talk myself out of it. Uh, Harrison, <laughs> if he, if he, <laughs> Harrison, if he rides, I'm going to pick him. Uh, I, you know, he's he is scary like these other guys too. Um, but I'm just hoping. I'm hoping against hope with these kids. I mean, it's really you're rolling the dice with all of them. I want to watch Martinez and see how he rides. I'm going to watch Mel Ross and see how he rides. I think Mel Ross is a pretty good pick. Um, I don't think I can pick Norin based on what I've seen out of him. I, I will have to reassess Politelli again because at a 14, if he looks fine, it's an easy pick. He just has not looked good. So um, I don't, he, hasn't, another, he hasn't made a main this year. Well, he and he's been hurt, so he hasn't been able to practice. So I'm just right. hoping a week of riding because he came into the series riding well. He he had been on the podium in Germany like every race, uh, so I know he had you know was kind of prepared. But something has gone awry. So I'm just going to keep my eye on him because I think he will turn it around at some point. And and if you're if you pick that weekend, you're going to benefit tremendously from it. Uh, 
Alex Martin is an easy pick if you're able to pick him. I mean, that's a lot of he's going to be easily yeah. the highest pick. A lot know, of people so. won't pick him. Uh, I won't be able to. I'm sure. Right. Um, right. If, if, Paul, yeah, so. Paul, what about uh, what about Epstein? Uh, Ninth. He's no. nine. He got twelfth last week. Yeah, and that I think is. I, I, you can't pick a guy like I think the worst thing to be in this league or in this game is is reactive. You have to be proactive. I mm-hmm. think. And I think that's a reactive pick in picking Epstein. I think that that okay. was by far his best ever Supercross finish in his career. Yep. And I think it, you'd be hard-pressed to find evidence to, that he could do it again. Okay. I, I don't know. I, he's barely made main events, from what I know. I, I don't even think he made the night show at one race, and the only reason he got in is because Harrison was sick or something or hit his head. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, sa- one, yeah. I'm, I'm sad. Tough. Um, all right. Who's your four picks right now? Both of you in in this in this class, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Who's your four picks right now? Obviously, things oh. could change. It's Wednesday afternoon, but yeah. Again, I guess my preliminary team again, and I am reevaluating. Everyone should be, but I'll go Aldridge, Harrison, Martinez, and Mel Ross. I think Martinez is a really good pick. He'll be pissed. He'll want to get back in. I I agree with Martinez. Martinez will. There'll have to be a lot of evidence for me to change that one. I, I'm. Most confident in that one, and then um, yeah, uh, beyond that, it's just going to take right. day of day of research. JT, my team right now would be Aldridge, Harrison, Melross, and Politelli. Melross is an eighth, right? Yep, Politelli. But Melross is subject to change, as is Politelli. I'm pretty sure about Harrison and Aldridge. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't even say that because I don't even know if Harrison's racing, and Aldridge may not even make it to the night time the way he crashes so <laughs> i could be a whole four different guys <laughs> you're going the first time it happened you're going with aldridge and politelli it's, it's good it could be disaster and harrison and harrison yeah yeah it's i yeah i have a team of flunkies <laughs> yeah. uh, no it's not that it's just they're so, so unpredictable yeah these, all these kids can ride so well yeah but man many, can they cannot stay on their motorcycles how many times did you Make a preliminary team pick, and then you always make changes, and your preliminary team would do better than your last-minute changes. Yeah, that's always your first instinct. That's usually uh, correct. That just burnt me uh, Burnt me the other day. I took um, – uh, who did I take off? I put, took off a guy in the 450 class. I'm like, no. Nah. Oh, it was, it was Marvin. Last – not the podium week, the week before. He was a nine, I think. Maybe round two he was a nine. I don't know. I took him off, and he got like a – Tenth or whatever, eleventh. Uh, that's what I did with with Stu in 450 class. I never had him on my team all week. I was like, "There's no way I can pick him." And then I watched practice, and then I was like, um, "He's got to be able to do it." And then literally, the only reason I did it, and I took him off my team and back on my team probably five different times, <laughs> like at like at like six six fifty eight p.m. and uh, I was like, uh, the only reason I did it is because it's Oakland. I was like, ah, he's got good vibes in Oakland. And again, I guess I put a lot of weight on in, on the venue. I was um, all. I blame, in. I blame Mathis. I blame Mathis because I just for being I had so him. high on him. Yeah, I didn't have him on my team, and I just kept hearing Mathis go. But it's Stu. It's Stu. <laughs> no. I am the guy that I am the moth to the to Stu flame. Yeah, I texted three different friends, and I was like, Stu? Question mark? Stu? Question mark? <laughs> and then I saw him in the heat race, almost kill himself. A bunch of times, and I'm like, oh. he's never finishing this main event. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was texting my group text as he was winning the heat race, 
And I was like, man, I wish I wouldn't have put him on my team. And he's winning the yeah, heat race. Yeah, no, right. no, I'm, I'm with you guys. The heat race was a scary indicator. Absolutely. It was, it was um, like, you know, he got second and he was leading for a while. So the, the average guy would be like, yeah. But if you, if you really looked at him, you were like. Yeah, I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to send like a messenger down and ask him not to ride. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> just right. to save us the anger later. Right, right. No, I wanted to save him. Save him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was with you after the heat. Like, there was no celebrating that heat race. Like, no. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I mean that was only six laps, and he had to go three plus more times that I knew. I knew I had made a bad choice, so yeah. I opened another beer at that point. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, Pro Taper's own Paul Perbino. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll get you back on for sure. Um, and uh, I mean, I like you're on the show. You're not so angry like Dan, first of all. Dan's angrier <laughs> than you. But uh, ProTaper.com. And of course, uh, we thank uh, the guys at NFAB and RacerX, N-Fab.com and RacerX, and uh, Jason Thomas as well, my regular co host. Thanks for listening. Thanks for doing the Fantasy uh, Moto podcast with me, guys. Thanks. All right. See you. See you. Yeah.